show coming from the rec store. Bit is back in the Mac in the back flow. Let's go, chillin' with raccoons by the back door. Take calls so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making door right. But I found this crew and doing alright. We wreck will bitch, ready to fight. So many raccoons ready for the boss life. I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack rap from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack rap from the stash app. Rack will take a lead in this haystack. It's the rack rap from the back lab. GM fam, GM fam, oh my goodness, are you plebs ready for this absolute banger of a show? How pumped are we in the studio, guys, for this? I mean, come on, show some respect. Good morning, everybody. Hey, it's 0900 AST. And what does the O stand for? Oh, my God. At last, we've got your man, Corporate Soy, on corporate duty on a Friday night. He's down horrendous, isn't he? Absolutely down horrendous. Anyway, it's going to be a banger, guys. So, like I said, it's uh, Friday, 7th of June, 2023. And this is your daily crypt, uh, Cosmos Crypto US of A breakfast show. With your host, Robo, the mayor of Rackville, and featuring our incredible pundits. But we've only got one, one at the minute. That's your woman from the block. Our Lady B bands. Anyway, guys, today this is this is monumental. This is industry changing. This is where we 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 do we cut through the shit and we just get excited about the future. I am for a day and have been for like three weeks can you tell probably anyway before we bring in our guests uh hello b-bands calm me down darling put the put the reins on no, robo no, please no we need this we need this right now i'm pumped i feel like i'm gonna go run around the block screaming for a little bit and then i can come down sit down and be ready to listen to everybody chat i'm so glad everybody's here i can't get involved with neutral but i could definitely be around to listen to what it's all about <laughs> America's great. Well, <laughs> well, without further ado, without further ado, mentioning Neutron, I mean, they are the current darlings. I mean, I don't know how long this is going to last. None of us know, but they are the current darlings of the uh, atom economic zone. And obviously we're seeing, you know, slight uh, fractionalization, you could say, within the uh, ecosystem in regards to what people think interchain accounts and interchain security are. And we're seeing... I mean, all of it's good. All this competition, all of this like uh, evolution, you know, uh, innovation, like like all of it's. I've been really going over this 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 week, looking at many 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 things deeply in the, the you know like I'm such a believer in IBC, the tech, the the core fundamentals of it. And I'm going to be honest with you, Jay Kwan's interview is kind of like part of the reason that I've like in the last couple of days got me like love back a little bit, I think, because like, I don't know, that might be a controversial opinion, but we'll leave that until later. But I was just like, I'm, I can buy into this shit again, you know. But without further ado, I would love to welcome the team, 
Now, Soy knows his place, so we're not going to bring him in, but we're going to bring your man in, the big brain, and just welcome him. Uh, hello, Mr. Spade. Are you doing okay, bro? Did you like the intro? GM, GM. Yeah, I love the intro. Um, the, the like, That's literally the best uh, intro music of, um, of the entire Spaces game as well. And man, I don't know where you get your energy from, but but I need some of that as well. Oh well, Spade. I mean, are you in are you in our part of the world, or are you traveling? Are you on the road at the minute, or are you home? No, I'm I'm home, countryside in France, very old style. <laughs> oh, lovely, beautiful. But you were, uh, I think, uh, Soy told me you were over in uh, Thailand, right? At one point, is that right? Yeah, correct. I've I've uh, lived there for the better part of two years and a half. Wow. Do you like it here, dear? That's where I live, by the way. Do you like it here? Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I miss it already, but just felt like, um, you know, working a lot and being 9,000 kilometers away from your family and friends doesn't make it particularly easy to visit them when you do get a break. So I, I thought, you know what, for, for a bit, I'll, I'll go back to the old country and just, uh, just chill with, uh, with friends a little bit. I get that. I get that. But you've also you've been in Europe, haven't you, for some like conferences and stuff recently, yeah? Um, yeah, I mean, we were at Gateway. We'll be at um, ECC, Osmosm, Nebular, Modular, Osmocon, all the good stuff. So it's going to be a busy month. Dude, nothing goes on in Thailand, does it? I mean, even in Southeast Asia, well, all the so like actually, fun fact. One of the last things that I that I did before I, I went back was um, SCB 10x. So like SCB is this big bank in um, in in Thailand, and um, they have a venture arm that well incubation arm that dabbles in crypto quite a bit called scb 10x um and sure it's you know it's attached to a corporation well. but i know them very well they're yeah. actually awesome people yeah um and so they received a delegation from the ethereum foundation um i think yeah this year and they were sort of like looking like scouting for the next place for defcon and they were considering thailand as one of the potential host country for it so you know, we we kind of like lobbied a bit for that to happen. Um, I think their main sort of like drawback and pain point for actually making it happen is that um, sort of like one of the leaders of the crypto community in Thailand is SCB10X and it's attached to a corporate entity, which is not exactly, you know, the Ethereum vision, I guess, um, of, of like max decentralization and, 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 and whatever. Sorry to interject. Can I give a bit of background? Because I, I do know all sure. about. I work for well. I've worked, sorry, in the past. I should say, past tense. I've worked for SCB uh, several times, and I've worked with like the tech guys and stuff. So, SCB guys is a Siam Commercial Bank here in Thailand. They are basically like like the Royal Bank kind of thing. Like it's like the, you know the number one OG, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But they were also the first, very heavily and cleverly to move into blockchain, right? And they understood the potential of like having an inter, uh, an interbank uh, settlement layer on a blockchain, right? On, an on, on a ledger. And they've basically like, so if you go and look at Injective Protocol, uh, I think they were one of the original like uh, Genesis validators on Injective Protocol because there's like that's where Injective Protocol is going. But Spade, I didn't want to interrupt you, but like these are like major players, like like literally. Agreed, agreed, agreed. And as I said, like I, I think they're extremely solid. Actually, SCB 10X is they're they're awesome. Um, they organized a bunch of Cosmos events. They organized a bunch of like crypto events at large. Usually, extremely high quality. They've been putting like incredible builders together. Um, some of the you know some of the best teams building on Terra back in the days were actually 
um, you know, tie and uh, a lot of them were incubated by SCB 10 X actually. Um, so that that's one, one hell of a, a really cool hub to, to, to find builders and, um, and bring value to Cosmos actually. So, you know, a lot of hearts onto them. Spade, a quick question. I have to ask you before we bring your man in. Uh, so are you missing Thai food or, cause I mean, French oh, cuisine, man. you know? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, nothing like, you know, having my entire mouth on fire. So yeah, I do miss it. <laughs> yeah, particularly. Did you learn any Thai when you were here? Did you? Thai. Uh, put, put Thai Thai. Oh, listen to your man. Oh, uh, Pasatai. Oh, Yak Mark, nah. Yak Mark, Mark. Am I? Couch, am I? Like, uh, you know, uh, Kunsoi, am I? Kunsoi, yeah, like, Guantin. Couch, am I? Guantin. Need no, need no. Like, Guantin, need no, yeah, like a frung fring. Like, Hasip, Hasip, percent, am I? Frung fring, Guantin. Like, uh, and sometimes, sometimes Nam Khan. Nam Khan, nah, like, but, but, you know, uh, JD, JD, Mac, Mac, to my, JD, soy, JD, Mac, like, and I've never met him. This conversation derailed within the first, oh, like, sorry. five minutes. Oh, uh, wait, hold on, hold awesome. on, wait a minute. Uh, were we speaking English? Because I swear to God, I thought we were, like, it sounded like Jamaican for a second. And I was like, what is happening <laughs> right now? <laughs> that, that was tight. That was tight. Okay, okay. So what, what what was that um robo that you were saying? So I said like he's he's like okay like we have like words like oh like your little cunt or like like we just have these expressions of like oh he's got a, such a good heart like JD is good heart like yeah. like I said like nothing I said was bad put it that way right Spade will tell you that well well you did say that you were annoyed at him though. Yeah, Nam Khan, like, but I, I say that everybody in my life. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but I, I know Ty. I, I know Ty. He lives right down the road, and, and I don't know what you guys are talking about, but that's not what he sounds like. So, <laughs> Dude, we're only having a bit of crack. We're going to get to the proper stuff. So, yeah, Finn, uh, we played your song before you come in. So, Plunder, we played it. Uh, we had, I mean, Finn's going to have so much fun editing this beginning. He's going to be like, Robo, that's the best yet. But come on, guys, without further ado, I mean, I want to bring Soy in, but I mean, I also want to like find out from Spade. I mean, I thought, I thought Spade was like really smart. So I'm just trying to figure out how he gave like Soy a job. Uh, we'll that's get to that. Help, sir. <laughs> Sorry. Hello, Soy. Are you doing all right, son? You're in my neck of the woods now, aren't you? I'm good, mate. Yeah, well, sort of. I'm down in uh, down in Snowy still, but yeah, I'm over here enjoying uh, enjoying the weather. Dude, you are fucked in Samui. I would get out of there while you can, because you're about to have no water, son. Trust me, Robo knows everything in Thailand. <laughs> right? Go on. What, why is why is that? So he doesn't pay attention to the news, doesn't he? Doesn't pay attention hey, to the environment. El Nino, bro. Get out of Samui. El Nino. What were you saying, Robo? Dude, you sorry, you couldn't pay me to live in Samui right now, okay? What what's going on? The water's fine. Right, yeah, that's dude. where all the good mushrooms come from, dog. All the coast Samui. I mean, that's like dude. probably one of the top ten strains. What's up? Just please jump on now and look. They're trying to get the pipe over from Surantani, bro. You're in a water crisis on coast Samui. Just can't jump on the news. The locals will not be telling you because they don't want to. 
come on. Well, mate, my water's fine anyway. Uh, if, if, if it runs out, I'll, I'll worry about it. But mate, we got we got the sea right there. You know, it's no problem. <laughs> See, as usual, it's all about the liquidity. <laughs> <laughs> right, come here. Awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to this show getting started because I can't wait to hear yeah. about another chain that us U.S. residents uh, can't play with. So please, by all means. I think Spade knows a game now. Well, like in fact, yeah. so I broke them. Yeah. I mean, good, you know, good, uh, good, good time. It, it's appropriate. Um, but ju- just to clarify, you can use Neutron uh, with absolutely no problem if you're if you're in the US. Um, the chain is functional. You can pay transaction fees in um, USDC and Atom. You can use any protocols on Neutron. Um, the only thing that w- is restricted is purchasing the entire end token because it hasn't been registered as a security. Yada yada yada, and as a result, that would probably be very bad for you and um, the various teams and entities that worked on developing it. So, yeah. Listen, I want to get I want to get to the proper stuff. So, Spade, what's the crack? What's the story? Uh, Morning Glory with this uh, uh, the AEZ, the Atom Economic Zone. And then there seems to be this break off like fraction and we're like, no, 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 we're going to create the mesh economic zone. Like, dude, I just want your opinion on the, the, the two like things and like what's going on. Like some people are saying, well, both need to exist in cohesion or, or whatever. I mean, Spade, can you please like enlighten me? Because you're a big brain and that's why I want to know from you. Yeah. Well, I, I, I beg to differ on the big brain stuff, but I'll still give you my opinion. Um, yeah, I mean. So just just a bit of context, um, replicated security is a technology that allows one blockchain to lend its entire validator set and its entire stake and the security thereof to another blockchain, right? It's a very tight sort of technical and economical and political alignment, um, and it doesn't scale particularly well, well today, um, whereas Mesh is a more lightweight mechanism that relies mostly on Cosmosm and basically allows anyone to deposit some form of value on one chain to be locked as if it was staked um, in order to mint synthetic stake on another blockchain to provide security to it in exchange for a share of the staking rewards. Um, It's a much less intense sort of alignment and it can be used um, in a much more diverse sort of um, range of associations between blockchains. And uh, but but it doesn't you know yeah it's it's also a, not as strong um, in terms of of the alignment between the two blockchains um, and so as a result of this I expect that both technologies will continue to coexist together and actually be pretty complementary like for example Neutron is currently the the well first and currently only chain on replicated security that means that it you know it's it has the security of a top chain um, top top ten blockchain by stake capitalization um with along with the hub and a very you know a very strong alignment of incentives with the hub right um neutron wants the hub to be tremendously successful because if it isn't then neutron is less secure or potentially will you know fail along with the hub and the hub wants neutron to be tremendously successful because that's how it's going to get revenue from neutron right and so you know it makes neutron a really good place to deploy atom liquidity to uh, provide, like, to build some uh, of the infrastructure that the hub wants to have, without having to make changes to the hub itself, so that it can remain minimal, yada yada yada, right? So that's that's the case for replicated security. Now, 
um, you know, if we continue to focus on, on the Neutron perspective, Neutron can also use mesh security. Um, it can't today receive security from mesh security because, you know, that would be the hub receiving security, actually. Um, but it can provide security. So, for example, you know, the, the Neutron DAO could decide to allocate a portion of the value of its treasury to a mesh security contract in order to provide security to um, osmosis, injective, what have you, like whatever chain um, the, the community wants to have a very close alignment with, right? And in doing so, it would earn, um, like, you know, its treasury would be at risk of slashing if the validators that the, the value is being staked to misbehave, which is the normal proof of stake mechanism. Um, but um, it, it on, on, on the flip side, it would also earn a portion of the inflation of that blockchain, therefore, uh, over time, con constituting a portfolio um, of assets representing that, that, that blockchain. And so, um, in my opinion, they're actually pretty complementary things. Um, in the current ecosystem, there isn't a lot of chains that are eligible to be attracting attractive uh, replicated security providers because like the whole point is that you get a very high degree of security and very tight alignment with another blockchain that isn't particularly appealing unless your project is ext extremely strong and established like the Cosmos Hub currently. The second best would be probably like Osmosis because it is extremely established. It has a lot of goodwill throughout the community and, and such, but it doesn't have such a high um, economic security yet. Um, what it can do though, is that because it's very DeFi oriented, Mesh becomes you know very sensible. And for example, um, GAM tokens, for example, may be used as the collateral that actually allows um, Osmosis to provide security to other chains and vice versa, right? So for example, Axelar and Osmosis have very tight relationships due to the fact that Axelar is the canonical bridge for Osmosis. So there's a lot of mutual interest in having both of these chains be secure, right? So um, providing sort of like um, security to each other may, may be, uh, maybe something of value to, to, to in that context. Now, one of the, the things with both of these technologies is that you're essentially leveraging economic security, right? So if you're using the same capital to secure multiple blockchains, um, the risk that something, like if something goes terribly wrong, then multiple blockchains get impacted, right? So that that's sort of the uh, the the trade-off with all of these technologies and eigenlayer and, and other um, and other systems as well. But um, it's also in practice very hard to get there um, unless there's a series of, of very bad problems, basically. So yeah, my take is that both of them will exist and they'll coexist and it's going to be awesome. Um, but yeah. Bro, I fucking love you, my, by the way. Honestly, I could fucking, you could sing the phone book and I'll be there all day. No problem. Uh, dude, I need to ask you, are you in a race, right? To like front run uh, these other uh, permissionless like L1s that are like launching in regards to like DAP development is like, so net, you've got blocks running, you know, your chain's up and running. You've went through that stage. I want to talk about that later, by the way. I want to hear about the stress. Uh, but like, are you like trying, like, is it a race to front run to attract like the, the devs and the, the projects and the dApps that you want? Like, like it's no good just having a chain. Surely you, you're going to want to like, we need people to build. I mean, what's happening there, bro? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think we're in a run, like in a race to front run anybody. That That's like maybe you you confused your notes for the the stride space that you may have some someday or something um just, just kidding but um it seems that a lot of projects are getting delayed so you know we, we just ended up shipping so i guess sorry yeah, bro sorry, sorry. <laughs> i mean no no i mean archway's just launched and i'm like i mean juno's trying to have this like phoenix resurgence and i'm like like what's going on who's getting the dev what, what like what the thing is 
in the IBC eco, you know, like, I mean, what's what's getting built? Where is the like constant question? That that's why I was like, like, you know, I, I heard a little bit of it. Okay, well, let's bring soy in. This is where this question came in from. I think right, soy. Was uh, Joseph's down there? Was there uh, some crack or something this week? What's happened uh, this week recently? Let's bring this into the, you know, foreground early. <laughs> okay. So okay. I, I guess um, touching on your theme of, of developing on Neutron and, you know... Uh, no, I was, I was talking about you guys getting people in front. I was talking about you guys, like somehow Snowball and Avalanche and like people in your ego not developing on other permissionless, like smart contract platforms like Archway, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, well, I mean, like, well, the the, the person you want to ask it, uh, that directly is is just me, just uh, beneath me in the audience. So, but uh, to sort of go back to your first question, what happened this week was like there's been a recent proposal where um, Timewave, which is a team with Sam Hart and Udit and Max uh, from the Atom 2.0 paper, uh, they they're sort of proposing to build what's called a rebalancer on Neutron. Um, and um, quite surprisingly, certainly to me, this, this week there was like a, a competitor proposal put up on our forum by by Joseph and a few other people um, to, to sort of build the same thing, uh, but coming at it from a, a, a different angle. Um, and so, yeah, it's I guess it kind of like um, put the cat amongst the pigeons a little bit in terms of, of, of who's going to like rebuild this rebalancer. Um, but but I kind of quite enjoy it. I think it's all really sort of healthy governance and this is kind of how it should be, right? You know, if someone's going to put a proposal, then it's, it's public and someone's going to see that and they think they can get a job, they, they can, you know, do it better or cheaper or faster or whatever the case may be, then then they can, you know, put that, that proposal on the forum and, and the community can sort of uh, chew it all over. So, um, yeah, I guess like some controversy around it, um, but overall like quite healthy and, and good to see in my opinion. Uh, while I've got you on the court hanger before your boss comes in, uh, d- d- you're not getting away. What do you say, Soy, to the uh, the kind of comments that I've heard from people like he said it was okay to mention it, like people like Joe that says uh, or oh, Neutron doesn't need a token. Why did they not just use Adam? So I want your opinion before your bosses, if that's okay. Why do we not need a token? Well, I mean, I guess this is like sort of come to the front of the debate with with duality recently right because they're they're, they're yeah, I'll, I'll have some context wait before you give your answer i'm gonna honor you with some context is that like uh, this is the rumor or what i've heard is that like the token's only there to be able to like pay the salaries etc etc of the team now i'm not like i'm not going to go down that route but that's what i've had in the dms in the last couple of weeks and i'm not i wasn't not going to bring it up because that will be you know like like i, I think okay, we need to have a conversation well, I mean, I mean, like, it's it's a fairly sort of broad topic, but one thing that you should, like, kind of focus on to start with is, is, is because of ICS, which we talked about before, you know, it, it throws up, like, all these different dynamics for, for tokenomics and um, the way that you pay for your security. Um, and so the Neutron token is, is kind of very different to a lot of other Cosmos tokens, um, particularly in that it kind of can't be staked. And so because it can't be staked, people will inevitably question, you know, potentially the utility of a token that they're used to being able to stake in, in Cosmos, right? Um, and that, that's fair play. But 
you know, like, I mean, you were saying that, like, it's only there to get people paid. I mean, first of all, we, we've just obviously done a, a fairly significant uh, seed raise um, that gives the, the team plenty of runway. We don't need to be selling NTR and tokens to, to, sell, to pay people's salaries. Um, and then obviously you've got like governance aspects and various other different things, uh, but it, but it is, is quite new, you know? So um, I think people sort of start to see the utility attached to the Neutron token over the, over the coming weeks when, when DAP starts to launch, people start to be able to sort of vote in, in vaults with their tokens whilst participating in DeFi. Um, and so, like I say, kind of understand where sort of the, the, the scrutiny comes from, but I, I think it will play out where, where you do start to see the, the utility of the token. Oh, I'm spot on, mate. I'll tell you what, and before we bring Spade in, I want to say this guy's clearly on a recorded space on this day, 7th of July, 2023. In my humble, very, very humble, pleb opinion, there's two community managers, I think, in the entire IBC eco that I'm like, I can't separate. They have to put on pawn and say, these guys are just like in a class of their own. It's Matt Arnold over on... Uh, Shit, what's it called again? Check. I nearly forgot that. And, and so, like, literally, bang on the money. So I tell you what, so if it was 2 a.m. in Manchester, would have been out on the club, son, you'd be, you'd be a fucking a pizza, a kebab pizza with double garlic folded over, bro. We'd be all over it, you and me. Anyway, speed. So that I've only got one question for you, a simple one. Uh, why should Neutron have like a token, and why should it not have one? In your opinion, like if you if you think there's reasons why you should have one, I'm, I'm presuming objectively you you can come up with a reason why that maybe shouldn't be one. Is that okay? Like regarding your association with Adam, you know, you knew. I mean, this is like a, a genesis of a genesis, right? Like there you go, bro. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I can touch upon sort some of the things that we considered when. You know, when the question of whether or not to have to to let the the chain have a token or to design it that this way um, came 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 throughout our thoughts, basically. But um, one of the yeah. So first, like, why shouldn't it have a token? Uh, the first thing is that it's not required for it to have a token because you know, like tokens in in crypto um, for L one uh, chains usually f serve two functions. And the first of these functions is to ensure the security of the platform through a crypto economic mechanism that everybody here knows that is like proof of stake, right? In our case, the proof of stake mechanism that secures uh, Neutron is actually, um, you know, split across two blockchains and it uses the Atom token. So, you know, why would you have another token given that that's already sort of fulfilled, right? Um, another argument would be that um, in like, you could simply base everything on the revenue that the platform may generate. Um, and, you know, all of this is actually pretty cool. Um, w during some of the research and design that we did before, we considered a variety of alternatives, including um, proposing to um, not have a token at all and have all of governance be managed uh, by the Cosmos Hub governance module. We considered having like a dual token model whereby Atom would be used for some decisions that pertain to the security, and then another token would be used to make other types of decisions. Uh, like we considered a pretty broad range of, of options, actually. But some of the drawbacks associated with this is that, one, it's not very clear that the Cosmos Hub community wants to have to deal with the governance decisions of every chain that it launches on replicated security. Um, like Governance today is already quite a lot to follow. 
um, and just just having to deal with that for you know each additional consumer train is probably not a great deal scalable. Um, it also isn't clear whether or not the you know the Cosmos Hub community would be exactly the same as the consumer train projects community, and so therefore there may be a bit of a misalignment there as well. Um, yada yada yada. You know, like there's there's a bunch of reasons why um, it could work, and I'm excited to see some projects do it, and especially you know. Um, application specific project that have a very very clear business model and focus on 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 you know refining just that i think makes a lot of sense but in the case of neutron because it's a small contract platform and a general infrastructure for numerous um you know businesses and team in the future um it sort of needs a mechanism to arbitrage decisions between the the network's community right so the you know one of the primary functions of the token is that it allows um, to have like it allows the platform to have a civil resistant mechanism to make decisions as a distributed group of 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 teams and and people and and what have you. Um, so that that's that's the first thing. And the second thing is that you know it's been very challenging for a lot of projects and applications to challenge the like to overcome the cold start problem, whereby you know. At the very beginning of your blockchain project, the network has no users and no applications either, right? So the network value, the intrinsic value of the network is zero. Um, now, in traditional you know, Web2 business models, what most projects do is that they take a whole lot of cash from investors who get equity into the company that developed the project. Um, and they distribute that cash to early adopters uh, to incentivize them to basically bootstrap the demand and the supply side of the network. Um, in our case, that's not something that, you know, is possible to do because we're in Web3. Our company, um, you know, the equity of the Hadron Labs company, which developed a lot of that software, has zero value because we don't own any of the of the of the network. Um, so we we can't really do that actually. Um, so the the token here is used as a um, as a mechanism that allows two things. First to um, provide like reward early adopters so that we bootstrap the demand and supply sides of the of the market that develops on top of that platform. And two is a mechanism to align um, economic velocity, like economic transfers within the ecosystem by attributing um, both influence over the decision-making process, but also uh, potentially monetary value if that token has a, a value on the market um, to people who are contributing to the project in the most significant ways right so that that includes you know obviously like builders and grants and what have you but it also includes um you know having mechanisms so that people in the community can be rewarded for the contributions that they do at like any sort of like echelon right and a lot of that infrastructure remains to be built and we have you know a bunch of ideas there that we want to execute over the next um, few years and propose to the DAO to be launched on neutron but um you know these things take time basically so that's sort of like some of the main reasons um, why a token makes sense. And then more specifically, yes, in the context of replicated security, there's one just, just one more point. Oh, sorry. Just one more point, please. Um, the, the thing as well is that Neutron is the first chain to ever launch on replicated security, right? And so when we were trying to think about what that would look like from the perspective of the Cosmos community, um, we sort of researched the economics of, of replicated security. And I, I think we were one if not the first team to actually look into the economic side of things and what we sort of figured out is that there were 
um, basically three mechanisms by which consumer chains can accrue value to the Cosmos Hub. The first one is through whatever form of revenue they generate. So that may be transaction fees, trading fees, MEV, what, what have you. Um, the second one is through um, the appreciation of the Atom token. For example, you know, um, bringing USDC to be minted on the Cosmos Hub as like through Noble or um, could be you know a strong narrative as a source of liquidity, liquidity hub in the ecosystem. And maybe that changes the perception of the market. And maybe that makes Atom more valuable, which is a net gain for, for the hub, although it's very difficult to quantify. And the last mechanism is allocating a portion of a token that, that, that is associated with that project, right? And so um, we knew that revenue would be something that would take time to bootstrap because, because it just does. That's, that's how these things work. Um, and that you know, the appreciation of the Atom token is not something that you can measure. Um, we know, or at least we believe that it is there and that without uh, these projects or if these projects failed or were kicked out or, um, or if replicated security failed to, to, to be implemented, um, the, the belief is that the value of Atom today would be lower and probably that, that spread becomes more significant over time if things go well and the Atom economic zone becomes tremendously valuable and successful. But it's impossible to demonstrate on paper, right? Because we can't quantify this. Um, and so, you know, the, the, the last and most, most demonstrable mechanism to demonstrate value to the hub in exchange for the security that it provides to the blockchain and its, you know, involvement in, in the success of the blockchain was to allocate some of these tokens to it and, and therefore some voting power and potentially some monetary value as well. Um, so that, that's sort of like some of the elements of the thought process. Oh, you're, you're beautiful, by the way, dude. You're beautiful. I, I'm, I'm sorry, like I tried to like, like some like I'm getting questions uh, spit from all over. Like people are bombarding me with like ridiculous questions. So like I do apologize for that, bro. Yeah, uh, I, I was gonna say I'm I'm gonna ignore that for now. Raccoon, do you see raccoon down there? Just I don't know if you can see raccoons jumped in. Uh, I didn't even know this, Spade. Apparently, they've been uh, writing uh, contracts on uh, Neutron. I think it was for Jimmy Rappel. Do you know uh, about I was, this? Um, I was listening to a, a space yesterday, actually. I can't remember which one it was. And, um, yeah, you, you were talking about potentially um, launching launching on Neutron, right? No, no, they've already got contracts prepared, I think. I mean, I've invited them to speak. Uh, if you would, Mol, if you'd like to jump up, by the way, this is, like, the perfect, like, time, dude. I... I sent you an invite. Uh, I, he might be working, guys. I mean, they're just, that's all they do is grind. But he said, oh, oh yeah, we've already like written some contracts like for Neutron. I'm like, oh, what? Okay, uh, check, okay. But he, I think he said something like, it's a, something similar to like JRAC, where it's like the token uh, that you'll earn on that particular, oh, he's left. Wow. I'm not, okay, I'm not, I'm not, sure. I'm not sure what he was saying uh, as regards JRAC, but... But one thing I did quite like about what he was saying was that you were going to have this sort of like outpost model where you'll have like uh, raccoon games on, on different chains, but that every different chain would have a very slightly different game um, so that everybody's, you know, chain was different and the experience was different on every different chain. Yeah, yeah, he's here. Hello, Mole. Hello, darling. Hello, mighty. How are you doing, brother? <laughs> Good morning, guys. Very happy to listen. Uh... Uh, this place this morning i wasn't expecting to to jump in and uh, i'm really eager to hear more about the neutron but uh yeah basically uh, i think uh, last week uh we released uh, a game in uh, an oracle on neutron and 
really like what I'm seeing so far. So uh, definitely, like in the next week, it will be releasing the platform uh, on Neutron. And uh, I see also that there has been uh, a bunch of new smart contracts on Neutron. So uh, I think uh, there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of activity on this chain. We're certainly working on that. Um, I, th I think there's, I think there's like a lot of very ambitious things that are sort of like going on at the moment and a lot of them you know the future is never guaranteed and and i can't say that all of them will succeed but you know if, if they do i think it's going to be pretty cool um i think we're going to get actually pretty good DeFi on 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 to neutral and to cosmos in general so like that's something that i've been waiting for for a long time so i'm really excited about it how would you feel about raccoon like dot bet though? Like that 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 would be a, obviously it's rack FM. I mean, malls come up, you know, I would never like disrespect like our name. I mean, Spade, you know, I'd be kind of like excited. I mean, uh, I think with White Whale that just launched on like Migaloo, uh, I think like coming like to rack dot bet to be on kind of every permissionless uh, thing, I think is fantastic. I think this like whole this is where we should be going, right, Spade? Yeah, I think um, so. One of the um, one of the reasons Neutron was designed the way it, it it is is because it's actually kind of cumbersome to maintain multiple versions of a protocol for each of the chains and their specificities. Specificities, and so the whole point of Neutron is that if you invest a little bit of time in learning about its cross-chain infrastructure and its SDK and and all of that, um, you can actually you know, make one set of smart contracts that you can use to run whatever application you built on numerous Cosmos blockchains. And depending on exactly what you're trying to do, you may have like different like limitations, e.g. Um, to be able to use interesting accounts with your smart contracts on Neutron, you need the uh, blockchain on the other side to have interesting accounts host capabilities, which is not the case of the 50 Cosmos blockchains today, but the most advanced ones actually do um so you, you can definitely do quite a, quite a bit already um i would say so I, I think that's an architecture that's really interesting i'm pretty bullish on the um outpost model particularly the heavy outpost lean hub model which is sort of the direction that that um mars for example is is going um because it, it, it aligns very well with the interests of, of the platforms that the outposts are deployed on which i think is an important component to having them being adopted actually um but yeah like going for the outpost model is is a bold choice like congrats dude guys Spade, Spade, can i just say something very quickly on this point though right there's a lot of narratives going on you know we've got this like we've had the ai narrative we've just had obviously the fucking meme narrative with pepe etc etc but like dude randomness listen um i i like people can't even compute the amount of information in 24 hours that i go through like literally like guys like there's no tv in my life there's no nothing like this right like like there's the dogs like we do our shit and then me how many hours a day i look through like information randomness is becoming really important and especially in regards to secrecy but like our guys, man, spared like they're bringing like a spades, <laughs> like we say, you know, like shovels, like they're, they're they're bringing it, like you wouldn't believe. Like I think I think Rack, uh, you know, really loving Neutron is just like a match made in heaven right now. I think this is so good for you guys and so good for us guys right at this moment in time, bro. I mean, I completely agree. I'm infinitely grateful for for you guys coming and and King making us basically into the coolest platform. So. 
Thank you for that. So, mate, listen, I don't know if Rax got anything to say. Go on, Mo, before we kick off with another question. Yeah, I was just going to say that uh, it was our next target. And so far, like, it's what we like we use the token factory uh on neutron as well like everything has been seamless so far so um i was just wondering if you guys had any discussion to have an oracle on neutron yet for let's say randomness or crypto prices but uh, yeah so far there's uh, a couple yeah that, that's a really good question actually so oro uh, which is um oracle project that's spinned out of umi uh, recently is deployed on on neutron um, Pith Network, the uh, the Oracle that I think was incubated by Jump, is all, also live. So they have a pretty good range of, of price feeds already. And you can also connect to Band using IBC. That's something that, uh, for example, was done by the smart contracts of the launch event to retrieve the uh, the price of Atom from, from Band. So now you have a couple of options, I guess. Um, the other mechanism that you may be able to use in the future once I believe there's a project called Noise that's um, launching um, actual randomness um, as a service in, in Cosmos someday. So once that's available, you should be able oh, to grow. just ICQ. Oh, sorry. Wait a minute. Oh, N-O-I-S, Noise, right? Wow, dude, we, we did. Dude, you need to be, you need to be listening to RackFM more, Mindspeed. You're not listening to RackFM enough. Listen to me, bro. I'm warning you. I'm telling you. Sorry. Tell your man he needs to listen to Rack FM. We had the summit with the API 3. If you know them, they're like massive. Uh, Maul and uh, your man, well, two of them from NOIS. Uh, Simon, it's Simon Water from Confi, all right? He's behind it, right? So. I believe so, yes. Yeah, bro. I mean, they've already launched, yeah? Uh, we had that summit, though, bro. You should see, dude. I'm just reminded yet. Wait. So, guys, this is something that I've really really wanted to ask him man live on on air right uh speed talk me through like the 48 hours over the launch of the blockchain because like i saw all the shit going on with the airdrop and, and i'm like i'm like is this happening again for fuck's sake can people just not like just drop some shit and like try to do some shit or whatever like like it's all this shit and i know so he was in the discord 23 hours a day your mama's on one hour sleep. But like, dude, for you, technically, like launching a chain over that like, kind of like 40 hour period, like tell me about your stress. How many coffees did you have? Like how, how many hours were you awake? I want to know spared the man, you know? Um, I mean, it wasn't, it was, it was important, but it wasn't like, like that was a crisis. Like nothing was burning to the ground or anything like that so to to give a bit of context like when you, so as as the first chain to launch on replicated security on mainnet um we had like us like our team sorry informal ifa all of the cosmos hub validators or at least all of the the ones that are on the the replicated security testnet practice launching neutron 12 or 15 times and <clears throat> some of the versions had a few issues which was kind of the point you know you want to you want to identify as many of the problems as possible on testnet and so that allowed us to iterate fast especially on the features like the soft opt-outs that were not part of the initial spec but were added in order to ensure that consumer chains would not create too much pressure on the bottom of the set of the of the cosmos hub um early on um and so those features needed to be developed and you know shipped and tested extra extra and so they were 
Um, so that, that was like a, a, a huge process. Now, when we got to mainnet, we were at a point where launching the chain was a process that we, that our team and the other teams um, knew pretty well. And so we, we proceeded with that. But the problem was that throughout these dozens and dozens of testnets, right, because like that's all of the neutron testnets on replicated security, but also the entire game of chain, um, the duality testnets and what have you, all of the replicated security testnet, it turned out that no one on testnet had ever tried to run their validator and use and secure their key with a ledger or a multisig because, you know, on testnet, there's no value to secure. So even if you're, you lose your or compromise your, 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 your validator key, it's not too much of an issue, right? Um, now, in the context of Neutron's mainnet launch, that turned out to be a blind spot because as a result of this, um, it was discovered that on the Cosmos hub, the validators couldn't assign their consumer keys like they were supposed to do before the consumer chain launched, which means that which meant that in order to be able to be detected by the consumer chain, they had to run with the same key as their Cosmos hub validator. Now, at the software level, that is not an issue at all. There's no slash like double signing or any any other specific software risk. But the the risk is that to retrieve your private key that you use on the Cosmos Hub and use that on another chain, um, you do need to perform a bunch of operations depending on you know if you're using Orcrux, a multi-sig, or what have you. Um, and, and that, if you don't do it properly, or if you make a mistake, which can happen, um, you can compromise the key. But here we're talking about validators securing you know millions of dollars in atom staked, right? And so obviously the validators were concerned that this may impact their delegators or, or or what have you, right? And so essentially we ended up in the situation where about 20% of the voting power on the Cosmos Hub was unable to participate to the neutron consensus, which made it much more challenging to reach the seven like the 67% of of um, voting power agreeing on the block to be able to finalize it. And so from there ensued uh, a period where we essentially had to discuss with um, a few validators to ensure that all of the ones who could would be live and all of the ones who were affected by the bug on the Cosmos Hub would, you know, all of the ones who could there uh, or who were willing to, you know, make sure that they did the operations securely would essentially retrieve their private key from the Cosmos Hub and then use that to run for a limited amount of time on Neutron so that we could get to, you know, not only the 67% threshold, but a little bit higher than this, because the the way that replicated security works is that the hub at every block, or well, rather at, at a regular interval, the Cosmos hub tells the consumer chain who the validators are and how much of the voting power they have. And, you know, while Neutron was trying to get to a point where it was actually finalizing blocks, um, all of these updates were accumulating on the on the side of the Cosmos Hub, right? And once the chain would launch, we would connect it to the Cosmos Hub so that it became actually like secured by the Cosmos Hub. But that meant that suddenly all of these packets, all of these updates, would flow onto Neutron. Neutron would recognize that the validators, um, either they, their keys or their voting power, had changed, which means that the voting power that is available to finalize a block would fluctuate, right? So if we were right at the threshold, then that meant that the chain could have halted multiple times as the updates were propagated and the the the, the validators, you know, switched to their new key and then relaunched our validator, blah, blah, blah. 
and that could have been a very painful process. Now, fortunately, there, there, there was a lot of collaboration between all of the teams involved with replicated security and the Cosmos of validators and, um, and even, you know, some centralized exchange validators like Coinbase who were willing to, to ensure that they would, you know, join with their initial key, their Cosmos hub key, enabling Neutron to get above the 67% threshold, start validate blocks reliably. And that then allowed us to uh, start a relayer, get the updates and not have halts basically throughout the process. Um, there were a few complications with the relayers as well, um, because the the situation where not just a few validator set updates had accumulated on the hub before the consumer chain launched um, had never happened on testnet either, because on testnet, you know, the proposal to launch the consumer chain is like one minute long. Uh, it gets voted on by the main validator on, on the testnet, and then it's instantly accepted, and we can launch the chain 30 minutes later, and then that happens. And so it's a very quick process. But in the case of Neutron, so that like in order to have enough time um, to, to launch the chain, we had to push the launch by two days because the Cosmos Hub needed to do a, a, a last minute upgrade on the day Neutron was supposed to launch, right? So we didn't want to increase the pressure on the validators. So the launch was postponed by two days. That meant that during those two days, about 15,000 um, updates of the validator set had accumulated on the side of the Cosmos Hub and needed to be transferred to Neutron. But that's so many packets that the relayers actually struggle um, within the, 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 the short time frame that they have to really like analyze and process the, 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 the message queue um, in, within the one block time. Um, that, that meant that the relayers, the relayer software that, that was used, like Hermes and the Go Relayer and such, were struggling to analyze the whole queue to know which packets to relay. And so it took a few hours before we were able to tune the relayers in such a way that they would be able to like very fast, um, like like process the whole queue very fast, know which packet to relay and actually do that, submit them to a block so that they could actually be taken into account by the chain. So that, that's why I'm saying like, it wasn't stressful in the sense that nothing was broken or breaking, but it was high stake in that we had a very clear idea of the problems that could arise if we didn't manage this properly. And there was, you know, uh, the communications were a big, um, a, a, a big part of the things because if there was no coordination between the validators and the different teams working on launching this network, there could have been pretty bad outcomes. Um, but you know, it was challenging, but it happened and it happened well. And the network has been running pretty smoothly since then. So I think it's a it's kind of a major uh, like achievement, and it also means that we've identified a bunch of problems that was not on the radar of anyone who was involved in developing replicated security before and that is going to help make the the, the launch of the next chains a lot smoother because we know what to do now when these situations um, arise and how to avoid them in the first place as well the fucking uh, community fucking uh, like you a lot by the way dude like literally like honestly god like the like a lot of people in the community uh, respect you like very very highly, and I'm gonna give uh, Soy like a few minutes because he's eating a pizza. He just DM me. He's like, "Dude, I'm having a pizza. Wait, wait." I, I'm gonna ask him what it was like for him because I know he went through a bit of shit. Uh, but I want to give guys. We're at this stage. I, I don't know how long you know Spade's got. Uh, like Finn, they've all been on my case, man. Rob, all these interviews, like one hour, like the the killing me. But I want to give a shout out to the audience. We're at that point where it's like really respectful. Like we've got Chad's like Brian from Alpha Growth, right? We've got Yowster. I mean, Yowster guys 
is the OG co-host from the first ever Rack FM. Like, you can trace Rack FM back in the mint out, actually, if you want to. And he's the OG co-host, like, the only person with me at the time. But we've got Joseph, we've got Patrick, man, from Jackal, like, who's been on the show a lot of the times. We've got Mr. Fox down there. Look at, I mean, look at the list. You go down, Kimmy's there, Dow's there, Gus is in the room, like, Lowe's here, coin London Bridge. Like, guys, I want to shout you all. It's up. Oh. Zapdos is at the bottom. Oh, Zapdos, you're right down there because you've got no followers. Hey, guys, like if you're in the room, please, for me, like if you enjoyed tonight's show, if you, if you like Robbo and what we do, and, and, you know, we try to entertain and have some fun, right, in a relaxed environment. We're like, you know, this is like the family show where you come and you chill after your dinner or whatever. Just go and follow Zapdos. He's right down there listening in. He is the uh, other half to Mull. Uh, he's the, like the front end, like everything you see on Rack, that front end is him. Anyway, it's worth a follow. Right, Soy, you're up, son. I don't care if you fucking finished your pizza or not. I want to know, yeah. Soy. Go I on. want Soy. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Spade. Go on, what, what do you want to know? I, I want to know what you went through like, because I, I know you went through a bit of drama. So, like, I, I presume you were awake for a few hours at a time. You had a few coffees. Uh, never mind, like, the airdrop. Like, like what, what happened with, I mean, did you sleep off the uh, Genesis or what? <laughs> Still sleeping it off. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like, get away from, like, the, the technical side of things. Like, I, I guess my sort of abiding memory of, of the launch was... Um, almost like a, a bit of a sort of like an anti-climax like you know like everyone's been working so sort of hard to get this thing launched and then like as it launches you realise like shit like in in two weeks like the airdrop lands and like things are going to start getting real and um, you know the workload is just going to ramp up and that's exactly how it's sort of been um, so yeah like when I guess it well, the, again the, the thing was it, it, the launch date and, and the, the sort of the the drama as you as you refer to it as were, were sort of different times because the, there was the launch and then the the airdrop and then sort of the, the actual launch event was a, a couple of weeks later. Um, so when the actual launch event started, then yeah, like I think we 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 made some mistakes. We could have been better on communication. There was we had some difficulties like getting uh, getting publications out because of, of legal reviews, um, and and that had like a load of consequential effects for you know people people legitimately not really having been well well informed about the process and what they had to do. Um, and, and and of course that was one of the big like kind of takeaways from the whole thing was that you know. The sort of like the better prepared you are, the the easier things are to deal with, um, and so that was like the big the big lesson I think from the last few weeks. Beard, uh, beard. What's it like to work with this guy? What's it like to work with you, man? Oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> no, no. What's it like to work with you, man? Come on. Or is he getting rugged? He's been fortunately rugged. Luckily for me, I think. Oh, oh, you, nah, man, I want to oh, joke. But was that question addressed to me, actually? I, I was joking. I was joking, like, Spade. I was literally joking when I was like, eh. okay. So, like, I, I, <laughs> Soy, I'm just going to give my opinion. I think Soy, even though he might be a pain in the arse sometimes, would make a great colleague. That's all I'm saying is, like, how is he to work with on a daily basis? He's great, actually. Um, I like that. Like, what I like about him is um, a few things. The first thing is that he 
he knows Cosmos um, very well. He knows the people, he knows the tech, he knows the, the projects, um, which is very valuable, especially since like as as these things sort of like develop, I have less and less time to be on Twitter and just chill. Um, and, you know, a lot of other aspects of life as well, I guess. Um, and so he's kind of like my my eyes and ears to to make sure that I'm not too um, too in the dark with regards to what's what's going on. Um, that, oh, how, often, how often do you touch grass? Listen, Spade, how often do you touch grass? <laughs> not too frequently, unfortunately. Oh, bro, you know, I'm getting to the stage. I mean, I'm not like you with Dev, obviously, but it's like, you know, the depths of the bear. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just need to spend so much time trying to, like, free up a little bit of, like, like mindset or blah, blah, stress. Wait, oi. Guys, uh, listen, I mean, we're getting to that point where we've, like, talked about so much, but we've had a request. Uh, so, sorry, uh, Spade, Timmy's made a request. I love this kid, by the way. Uh, we're going to bring him up. Is that all right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, just, just one, one more thing as well, Rob. But if you can, let's, uh, let's bring Coin Landing Page up um, because um, he might. I'm not sure if he's actually told you what's, what's going on or anything yet. Wait a minute. Um, no, no. I knew. I knew he tried for the job, and I knew he missed it. So don't tell me that. Like, wait. Uh, like, I smell. I smell something there. Okay. Hmm. Mm, Robo's nose is like one of the best in the business, right? You can't like literally Robo nose. Nobody realizes this. Wait a minute, Mole. Tell these people how much my nose is on. I'm a blood fucking hound, Mole. Right? One of the best, I would say. Uh, is the blood hound got his uh, wait, microphone? Wait, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. But did you hear that? Wait, I just wait. We brought Timmy up. I brought Timmy up at the same time as Mole saying like. Probably one of the best, like like literally Robo's finger. Robo's fat. Well, I don't know. They're not fat these days because I'm trying to starve myself to like like for, get ready for the apocalypse. Robo's little fingers, man. They're in every fucking pie. Like literally, I know what's going on. But we brought our Timmy up. Hello, Timmy. I know you're coming for a reason, bro. Come on, let's bring Timmy in. I just had a feeling you were going to bring coin landing page up. So I needed to come up and keep them in line, you know? Um, no, really my Twitter space was just bugging and it's a smoother listening experience up on stage. So please ignore me, <laughs> but it's been a great. Oh, no, no, dude, dude, that fine. is not easy. What are you talking about? Ignore Timmy. Come on. Well, I, Timmy, I, I, won't, I don't plan to speak. <laughs> I just like, it cuts out every 10 Where? seconds when I'm in the crowd. It's weird. No worry, Timmy. I'll ignore you. No problem. Be, be one of my friends can listen to my record. Right, guys, sorry. I'm gonna. I, this is the first time ever. This is really important. Timmy, on like about seven occasions, has said, Robo, I only come up as a speaker because I'm getting like the rogue thing. And then if I don't, it doesn't do it. And I know exactly what he means. So, like, guys, I didn't want to mute anyone. Like, I thought, like, I have to give some context. Like, I know exactly what your man Timmy's talking about. So I'm going to mute. Uh, oh, oh, Brian's coming. No, fucking hell. This is I getting... unmuted everybody already because okay. everyone knew Let's we go. were joking. <laughs> Timmy, Timmy, though, I know what you mean, Timmy. I'll, I'll sign in if it seems applicable. But yeah, just, just wanted a better listening experience today. What's happening? I'm going to have to leave you now because I am rugging somebody who has a 
call with me right now. I apologize for this, but I'm leaving you in. No, so no, you good. Listen, so. Spade, you good. You golden. You beautiful. Honestly, dude, sing the fucking phone book for me. Good night. Take care of your business. <laughs> we love you, Lord. Right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Cheers. And that, people, is how you say bye bye to a guest when they really need to run. Like, didn't like hang on and do your shit or whatever. Anyway, Timmy, like, dude, I had to mute everybody to say, like, Timmy's like, we've had this conversation, me and you, so many times. He's like, dude, I can't listen unless I come up as a speaker. I get it. So, Coinlander page, Soy Studio, Soy Boy, <laughs> Soy Boy 2. What's going on? Come on. There's Jen here well, before well, we bring Brian in. I, I'm not entirely in the loop, but I, I think, I'm pretty sure... Uh, Coin Landing Page is going to start working for Neutron uh, next week. So maybe you can uh, tell us where he's up to with that. Ooh, yes, I am. Wait, exclusive. Wait, is, is, is this an ex? Is this a rack FM? Oh. oh my God. Imagine the smell. Dot well, it, it feels appropriate, right? I mean, like. Um, like this is basically where we we kind of scouted him out. Um, obviously, we all kind of got to know Coin Landing Page over like the last what six, twelve months or so and stuff. Um, and um, I know I knew he was kind of like looking for a job at the time and, and sort of put his name forward. Well, didn't really put his name forward, but gave him the opportunity to sort of like apply for for the role. Uh, and then that was like the last I heard of it. And then a few months down the line, turns out potentially could be uh, could be working together. So like I, I want to know exactly where where we're up to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you uh, you sent me the link for the application, and, and that's about it. But uh, yeah, it was a pretty long process, but it was a good one. And uh, uh, just Robo to clarify, you said I, I missed it. I think that must have been bad communication from my part. I said I was done applying, so I meant I was I was going through apologies, it. So. Apologies, bro. <laughs> apologies. Yeah. But yeah, I'm absolutely fucking excited to uh, to start with Neutron. If my previous like terminology was incorrect, I do apologize for that, okay? Oh, no worries about it. By the way, excellent timing. I just got back from a, a long biking trip at home, so I'm just right now capable of talking on the microphone. So, well, uh, as you guys well, called me up. Well, your man Brian, I mean, your man Brian's come up, right? I mean, he can fucking... He can talk a fucking glass, a little bit of fucking sleep, this man. Uh, Brian, you've been here all night, son. You're absolutely cool. I love Brian, by the way. Have you enjoyed yourself? How are you doing, Brian? <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't I don't know. I'm a, I'm scared now. I don't want to put anybody else to sleep. Like, jeez. Thanks for... Uh, I'm only joking, man. I'm only... Bro, I'm only trying to pull you up. Come on. It's good. Brian, though. Yeah. Uh, listen, Brian, you're very, you're very objective. Right back. Listen, yeah. this is the one thing about Brian. He's one of the most objective fuckers I know. So, dude, Neutron, just give me your objective, uh, unbiased opinion, if you don't I, mind. I do have, I, I do have one um, scared kind of like caveat and everything that I heard, and that's kind of like what I came up to ask. Sorry. Um, my my AirPods are like flipping out here. Um, my my one thing that I was like really wanted to that I was scared about was the, the utility of the Neutron token. Uh, when we helped out Aurora in the past, this was one of the major problems that occurred. There there wasn't a, a lot of utility outside of governance for the Aurora token, and um, it kind of acts like a meme coin 
uh, when you have a token act like that. So that that's my one fear for Neutron. I think, you know, having it on the hub, Adam Economic Zone, pulling a bunch of liquidity from app chains, I think you're going to eat the lunch of a lot of other different chains out there because a liquidity attracts liquidity. And as you're closer to the hub, it'll attract more liquidity. So, but the, the, the token utility of the underlying and Neutron token is a little bit scary to me. Oh, fucking sorry. You, you man, your bosses just bailed it. Like, you, dude, you're writing the shit ass. Sorry, what are you going to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, good question. Um, so, I mean, like, when you, you say, like, scared, what, what do you mean by scared? Like, what scares you about the token? So, so it, it basically acts like a meme coin, right? So any governance token that um, has fixed supply is basically sort of like a meme coin or like an NFT. And so you you constantly need more people and buy pressure to come in and buy the token um, without having the, the, the spent utility. So I, I get that, you know, the fees and, and, and neutron and gas goes back to the atom stakeholders, but without kind of like purpose of exclusive products to buy with neutron token or, um, you know, other things that like you have, you have to have like exclusive purpose for the neutron token for it to retain utility. And then you have to increase that utility over time. I, I just, I just fear I, I, we worked with Aurora. Uh, it was a layer two, very similar situation on top of near the Aurora took a pumped from 30 cents to $30. And then now it's back down to like 15 cents because there wasn't any underlying utility except for governance. Um, and so just, you know, history, doesn't repeat but it rhymes um that that's the only thing that i'm kind of like picking apart and you're like what the hell is this token for so um that that's my only feedback i mean that can be solved you can add utility you can add apps you can add exclusive like nfts or whatever you want that are you you can things that you can exclusively buy with neutron so there's things that you can do but right now i don't i don't see that perfect use case Sure, okay. but I mean, so like, like the the thing the thing that's the obvious difference between between Neutron or NTRN, sorry, and and like every other Cosmos token is the staking thing, right? Um, but other than the staking, what's the difference between Neutron and any other any other Cosmos token? If you look at something like Osmosis as like a, a, a one billion supply cap, or Neutron as a one billion supply cap, albeit albeit. In, in different in terms of how that inflation is is distributed and and held in the in the treasury and stuff, you know. But beyond staking, like what is the difference in terms of utility? Exactly, and Osmo goes down, um, and that's the fear. Like I know that, and I'm, I'm not trying to be like super defensive. It's like it is something that that's you know immediately apparent about a state uh, about a token that that isn't state you know to to sort of question the utility of it um but for me like like i say it's it's literally it's just a a staking utility that's sort of represented differently in in terms of voting votes and things like this now now we can get into talking about you know general tokenomics issues about whether a non-inflationary token is is suitable as for example money um you know or, or and, and and you know once we sort of get beyond money and store of value and, and governance you know where, what other kind of utility out, out there is there for for a, a crypto token um so I'm not quite sure why it's 
termed like kind of scary. That that that, that would be my thing. I, I don't really see anything well, about the neutron token that would, would scare me any more than any other any other token. Well, sorry, well, sorry, wait, wait. That's a good point because uh, the minute this conversation kicked off, he's been listening for one hour and uh, what uh, twelve minutes, right? And then immediately this topic kicked off, and he's like, "Whoa, I need to be in here." That's respect, right? So, uh, Joseph, go ahead, bro. Yeah, um, the moment I heard that, uh, a little alarm bell kicked off in my head. I don't understand why you need a very express utility for the Neutron token. 99% of the so-called utilities for crypto tokens are absolute bullshit. And now you have a token that for a chain that's secured already by the hub. So what do you need the token for, right? You need a token as shares, controlling shares in governance and the tokens represent control of the chain, right? Uh, they, they don't actually need value. I don't understand why you, you would even want them to be a store of value. Why do they need utility and why does that scare you? So without utility and you don't have constant buy pressure other than brand, right? So you basically act like a meme meme coin if you don't have a utility for your token. So what will happen is you need you need constant shares. What's up? I said since when are governance share meme coins? That's that's ridiculous. So the only utility is governance at this time. If there's yeah, nothing important to govern, there's nothing. If there's nothing important to govern, then it's a meme. Not yet. There's nothing important to govern. Right. Just, just to jump in here, guys. I mean, like, yeah, of, of course, you know, you want your you token to have utility. Um, we're talking about a blockchain that's like a month old. So in, in, in two weeks' time, Mars Protocol will, will launch on Neutron. You'll be able to use NTR as, as, as collateral. And, you know, and and, and again, the, the, the utility, the use case starts, um, starts to expand, doesn't it? And and that is that is what's going to happen with Neutron. NTR and token will have use cases in DeFi in, in the same way as any of any other sort of token. The 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 tokenomic design, you know, is can can be debated. You know, do, do we start with one million minted at, at Genesis, or do we sort of mint a mint, mint a billion over over ten years? You know, it's it's different approaches, um, and we'll sort of see which which way works. Um, but like the way I kind of see Neutron is is like, yeah, you've had all these these tokens minted at Genesis and the community, you know, has like actual majority share over that community pool. Uh, one sort of all the, uh, the airdrops unlocked and stuff like this. And so the, the community along with the, the, like the early backers have control over, you know, how much we spend, how much we emit. And, and obviously, like you say, if, if the buy pressure is, is not as strong as, as the sell pressure, then the type, then, then the token price can go down. And so it just, it sort of reinforces the, the, the point that you really need to make good, good decisions as a community with, with what you do with your, your treasury. Absolutely. That's a great response. I, like the, the Mars coming and adding like lending utility, money market utility is rad. Um, I, I just, you know, just that was the only thing I, I think Neutron's rad. Like, I think like it's going to eat the lunch of like other chains in the ecosystem for better or for worse for the ecosystem. I'm not sure how that all totally plays out but liquidity draws liquidity and being next to the, the hub and related to the hub i think it's going to draw a, a lot more liquidity than than a lot of the other app chains that are launching so guys listen to this right i'm gonna wind this down uh appropriately at this point 
out of respect for everyone, everything. And I am going to spin up uh, an after party where you guys like can literally just like come on and say what you want. Like I'm not going to record the next one, obviously. And Finn will cut all this shit out that I'm seeing right now. So like, you know, Twitter's like temporary. Yeah, Finn's forever. Right. That's what we have to think. Yeah. With the Rack FM, we are building a library. Right. And we have like, I think the best fucking episode that we have ever fucking had in the history of fucking Rack FM. Uh, Finn, B-Pants, like, like tonight. Historical. Like we, it was historical. Oh. Put this in the history books. We're never going to oh. forget it. I mean, you need to let people listen. This is what happens, guys. With spe- I want other people to realize this. They were like horse and shit. Like, let people run, right? You didn't realize that he's like, try to want to be as smart as your guests or whatever, blah, blah. Don't fucking go there. Like, that's like the worst thing you're going to do. Bring your guests on. Get that shit out there and then like discuss and blah, blah, blah. And so, like I said tonight, I mean, that's a, I think from Robbo, that's quite a high level of respect. They say, like, I think between like Soy and Matt Arnold, like, I can't decide who's like the best community manager like of the year. The very fact that you're like in the run for like the top two, I think it's just fucking insane. In, in, and that's me. Making that decision with myself, like that's quite weird. But that that is like the real shit. I think. I mean, guys, I'm gonna end this with this statement, and this has been getting on me all week. The Jaquan uh, interview accelerated this, right? I'm fucking sick being with IBC, and I'm not gonna say Cosmos. That's, that's a dirty word. I've got tweets going back two years saying. Don't talk about Cosmos, Cosmos, Adam, Adam. It needs to be IBC. I've had this dream for such a long fucking time. And like, you know, I've lost it and I've regained it. I've lost it. I've regained it. And and now I believe in this, you know, most people don't even know what IBC fucking means. Honestly, that's the the weird thing about this. Like, it's, it's embarrassing, some of the shit. And, like, people just don't understand, like, tenement, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, when I listen to Jay, the other, like, he put me at, like, peace. Like, I'm like, okay, no matter what happens with the divisions of blah, blah, I'm going to go down this rabbit hole. I'm going to go down this route. And it's, again, what we're seeing tonight. You know, we all want to see developments with uh, interchange security, and chain accounts, etc. You know, polytones kicking off. I mean, there's just at the moment we've got people like Don Kryptonium. By the way, when I wake up tomorrow, uh, I don't think it's going to be a good day for Don Kryptonium. That's all I'm going to say. Right? Do with that what you will. That's up to you. But uh, tomorrow I'm going to wake up, right? And I'm. Uh, all the shit that we've heard lately with like Jake and Stargate, ah, I'm sick of it. How are we going to move forward in some direction? Right. I think that's all everybody cares about. How do we get better? Right. And that's my little rant. Uh, Finn, I know you've been recording all like your sly little cunt. You got anything to say, Finn, before we end this out? Ah, uh, he's driving. Right. Good night, B-Bands.
Good night, darling. Good night, yourself. Good night. Bye, guys. Bye, yeah, guys. Thanks for having us. Oh, I saw you're a legend. I love you. Great show. So, so you could shit in my garden and I'd be fine with you. you, you go, dude, you're golden. Don't worry about that. Anyway, take care. All he is, you know, I can't hug your family. Robo can't. So you fucking should. Right? Good night. Motherfucker screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape them under the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days got. I'm acting all bankless, yo fam. What? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken honest. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knotters, and then to end a long day, eleven bowls of chronic. Never known the politic. I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over impossible losses, all moss, and I'm liking the odds. Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds. Click the cap, yo. The road is highly involved. Flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality. Teeth stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape them under the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace stacked in non toxic just to get a better place. Smacking on the hostage like the shit is played for keeps clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines. They call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats, tearing apart your community. All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers, fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the verbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Spaces.